So this is an introduction to the spirituality of Opus Dei, an introduction to the spirituality, therefore, of its founder, St. Josemaria. And I'm going to, with you this morning, basically give you an overview of kind of the key distinctive theme of Opus Dei, which is sanctifying life, sanctifying ordinary life, sanctifying with that the particular thing of work. If I can just start by kind of noting as a kind of personal testimony, for me, uh, encountering Opus Dei, learning the spirituality of Opus Dei has been one of the greatest graces of my life. It's given me a way to uh, envisage what it means, practically speaking, to be a saint, even if we don't live it out. Um, Opus Dei is very practical rather than esoterical in the way it approaches sanctity and being, being a better Christian. Um, it's given me a model for how to do parish work, that they have a vision of how to do apostolate within your parish, how to form your laity, how to, in a kind of ripple effect, concentrate on some, raise up leaders who will be more leaders. Um, so it's not just helped me, it's helped me in my parish work. Um, so I feel really glad to be able to share that with some of you. Opus Dei is a specific spirituality in the church. You know that there are Carmelites, there are Benedictines, there are different spiritualities in the church. Opus Dei is only one. I do think nonetheless it's an, a spirituality very suited for a diocesan priest. Because Opus Dei is about sanctifying secular realities. And as diocesans, you are secular. We call you secular priests, but also you are about in your mission sanctifying people living in the secular world. So it's a spirituality particularly relevant for you as diocesans. It is particular. It's not for everyone in the church. You can be a good Benedictine, a good Carmelite, and not follow elements of this. But I am going to try and indicate something this morning um, and through these other talks, Opus Dei is a development of the tradition of the church. I think St. Josemaria has added a twist in terms of what does it mean, practically speaking, to be a saint and how to become a saint. Okay, so you've got in front of you um, a sheet that is kind of outlining the main points I'm going to try and make to you this morning. So the first subsection there is called not parallel lives. Now, if you talk to members of Opus Dei, or maybe more particularly a dynamic I've noticed, is when you get two members of Opus Dei talk to each other and describe how they found Opus Dei, how they first understood what it was about, they will typically say there was a moment when they really grasped what Opus Dei was about, and it was when they understood this thing called the parallel lives. Namely, that in Opus Dei, the vision is you're not living parallel lives. Um, that work itself, life itself, ordinary stuff itself, is where we meet God. So let me make a contrast here. St. Teresa of Avila, one of the greatest saints in the church, see, she speaks about finding God amidst the pots and pans in the kitchen. 
Now, I'd say St. Josemaria twists that slightly, not just amidst the pots and pans, but in the pots and pans. That God doesn't just fill in the gaps, but in every bit, that can be a place where you meet God. In the work itself can be a place where you meet God. Okay, I note that I quote the Lumen Gentium 41, so Second Vatican Council, particularly what it says about priests. How does a priest become holy? It is in, sanct- it is in carrying out their ministry that priests sanctify themselves. Now, note, so not sanctify themselves in order to carry out their ministry. You don't become holy so that you can then do your work, but actually the doing of your work if you do it in a certain way, that very doing of your work makes you holy, if you do it right. Whereas, a great many Christians live parallel lives. I pray myself up and become super holy, super spiritual, so that I can then go do my work that I know I have to do, and while I'm doing my work, I'm not thinking about God, I'm far from God, and do my duty, and I kind of gradually lose contact with him while doing it. Then I come back and pray, power myself up, become holy again. Two unrelated parallel lives. The vision of St. Josemaria is the work itself, if you do it in a certain way, is where you meet God and is where you become a saint. So quoting the Second Vatican Council again, Fulfilling their priestly tasks is the principal means of the priest's own sanctification. That your work is not an obstacle to you meeting God, it's a place to meet God. Your work is not an obstacle to your becoming a saint, it's how you become a saint. Okay, so the structure of this talk, I'm going to break down on the next page the quote that's there. I'm going to give a pivotal example of work as the focus for this, a key test, namely joy, and two motives that need to run through all that, the glory of God and love. Now, before kind of spelling this out practically, let me make a note what I call the the theological background. Now, most of you here are first years here, new to theology. There's a thing we call... um, Jansenism, also Manichaeism, two heresies in the church. In both of them, the material world is viewed as something bad. Um, With the Manichaeans, there's a good God and a bad God. The bad God made the bad stuff, the good God made the good stuff. Somehow that ended up as a heresy within the church, where we have this notion that the material stuff is a problem. The material stuff is an obstacle to you meeting God. So when you enjoy yourself and experience pleasure, that's an obstacle to your meeting God. It's a distraction from God. When you're busy doing work, that is a distraction from God. There's a whole bad theology of these two heresies and more broadly, where the material order is seen as being a problem rather than being a gift from God and a way to meet him, a place to meet him. So I quote there a few bits from Genesis about work. So 
reading there, work is a blessing given before the fall. So even before the fall of Adam and Eve, we were given work. Man was to till the earth and care for it. Why was man created? Because there was no one to till the ground. And in the Genesis account, God himself worked making creation. Work is a good thing. We experience it after the fall as something we do by the sweat of our brow. But that isn't the nature of work. The work itself, a gift from God. Work itself, a blessing from God. Bottom of that page there, lastly, I note that in the Hebrew, which is clear in the Genesis creation account there, the word for work and worship, same word, linked with liturgy, worshipping God. I do my work, I'm worshipping God. That's the work I'm doing. Yeah, and that's not how we think about work. We think about work as a distraction, as a problem, as a thing I've just got to plug on through, got to get it done, it's my duty. But we rarely think of it as how I meet God. Next little section that I've called the ordinary. Now, when St. Josemaria was canonized, he was made a saint or declared a saint by Pope John Paul II, himself now a saint. He dis in his canonization speech, they always um, try to sum up what is particular to that new saint. He described St. Josemaria as the saint of the ordinary. And he's ordinary in many levels. He didn't have any visions. He didn't levitate. He didn't work miracles. He just led an ordinary priesthood, became a saint doing the ordinary. But that, that kind of expressed what was his whole message, that it's the ordinary that is where we become God, uh, meet God. So he said, quoting there, we need to turn the prose of everyday life into heroic verse. And how do we transform the ordinary? Love. Love transforms every reality. So, quoting directly, before God, no occupation is in itself great or small. Everything gains the value of the love with which it is done. What's the great commandment? Love. Um, what, when you do your theology, is the measure of union between you and God? What's the measure of the merit of each individual act you do? It's the degree of love with which it's done. So love transforms the ordinary into something where we meet God. You do that ordinary thing with love and you're meeting God there. Now, a particular thing St. Josemaria talks a lot about, the ordinary and the little things, the details. Doing little things and doing them well. So in St. Josemaria's vision, God made everything. God made the big stuff. He made the small stuff too. He cares about the small stuff. He wants you to do that small stuff well and see dignity in it. Quoting him there, do you really want to be a saint? Carry out the little duty of each moment. Do what you ought to do and put your heart into what you are doing. 
whatever little task you've got before you right now, whatever little task this day, put your heart into it. Do it well. See it as part of God's creation. He cares about it. He wants you to care about it. Do it and do it in love. Okay, let's think what that means practically. I'm going to come back there, turn the page for a moment, and I'm going to, got three parts next. So I've got a quote here from St. Josemaria. And here I'm going to be focusing on work, um, because on one level work seems to be the thing that most pulls us away from God, that is least attractive. If we can make that holy, if we can sanctify that, if we can meet God in our work, then everything else should be easy. So the quote, sanctify your work, sanctify yourself in your work, sanctify others through your work. And then breaking that, each of those lines down. First, sanctify your work. What does it mean to sanctify your work? Well, first, you've got to do it well at a natural level. Do it well, see dignity in it. Maybe it's your job today to clean the toilets on the second floor. That toilet is a part of God's creation. He wants his creation to look nice. He wants it to achieve the fulfillment it can achieve. Do it seeing the dignity in that task. It's part of his work. It's part of the seminary. It's part of what the, your brothers are going to be using. See the dignity it needs to have and do it well just at a natural level. What does it mean to clean the toilet well at a natural level? It's clean, it's hygienic, it looks tidy, the, the things are all in the right place, just at a natural level. Be at a supernatural level. Why are you doing it out of love? So St. Josemaria talked about, he had this phrase, to supernaturalize the natural. Add a supernatural motive to your ordinary work and you will have sanctified it. So you take that ordinary task, you do it well at a natural level, but then you offer it to him. Why am I doing this, Lord? I'm doing this out of love for you. I offer this to you, for you. Why am I doing it in love for you? I therefore supernaturalize that thing I've already at a natural level done with dignity. So you can offer it, I say there, for love for your family, for love of God, Offer it in terms of a supernatural vision in union with Christ on the cross. So work in particular has that labor, has that by the sweat of your brow dimension. Take it to the cross. 30 years he lived an ordinary life before he went out into the world. 30 years he was there in Nazareth as a carpenter. Quote there, John twelve thirty two. When I am lifted up, I will draw all things to myself. Um, this is one of St. Josemaria's favorite scripture quotes. This notion, all things the Lord wants to be lifted up to him. And he said, when I'm lifted up, I will draw all things to myself. Even the problems, even the, the grime, the dirt, the suffering, 
He'll draw all things to himself. So do it well at a natural level. Supernaturalize it in your motive. See then at a redemptive level. So take the pain, take the drudgery, and unite it to the cross. So because of the fall, because of the entry of suffering into this world, part of how our work needs to be transformed, needs to be sanctified, needs to be a place where we meet God, can only happen through the cross. So we need to take what we're doing, what's wrong, what's problematic, and take it to the cross. When I'm lifted up, I will draw all things to myself. So that's the first level of this, sanctify your work. What happens if you sanctify your work? Well, it won't just be your work that changes, you will change, because you will be doing it. So point two, sanctify yourself in your work. Again, I quote the Second Vatican Council. When he works, not only does he transform material things in society, but he develops himself as well. So working well changes me, forms habits, forms virtues, that what makes you the person you are, your actions, what you do. So St. Josemaria said, what is the raw material of holiness? What is holiness made out of? Work. Your holiness made out of what you do. Now then I'll ask a question. This is a big question St. Josemaria reflects on. Um, what would my life look like if I was a saint? Yeah, don't we all have times when we're fantasizing about me as a saint? And he notices we almost always, when we think of ourselves as a saint, think of ourselves somewhere else. If only I was in a monastery, then I'd be a saint. If only I had that easier job, then I'd be a saint. If only I was in a better seminary, then I'd be a saint. If only I was in a better diocese, then I'd be a saint. Always somewhere else. Whereas what would your life look like if you were a saint? It would be the same life, but you would be different living it. That's what it would mean for you to be a saint to change yourself, not fantasize about being somewhere far away. So if you sanctify your work, you will sanctify yourself in your work. Point three, sanctify others through your work. So the apostolate, St. Josemaria, um, sanctifying the world, evangelizing the world. Again and again in the formation, they do an Opus Dei, they're talking about the apostolate. They're asking you, what have you done with others? How have you sought to bring others to the Lord? How have you sought to bring others to events? But where is the place you most likely are going to meet them? At work. So work is where we meet non-Catholics and non-Christians. So you're going to sanctify others by touching their work, by your example. They see how you work, and it should give them a model of a different way for them to work. 
they see you doing things, not always complaining, but somehow having a spirit of contentment, of love, of joy in what you're doing. That sanctifies not just the work, not just yourself in the work, but sanctifies others through your work. Um, back on the first page, the bottom of the first page, I mention a test there, namely joy. So I say the saints were not sad. That's a famous title of a book by um, Frank Sheed in the mid-20th century, The Saints Were Not Sad. Um, one of St. Josemir's favorite images was of a smiling St. Joseph. So sometimes in centers of Opus Dei, you will see St. Joseph pictured in that manner. If you're doing it with love, if you're therefore doing it with joy, because you're finding the Lord there, you're smiling. St. Joseph would have been smiling as he was at his lathe in the carpenter's shop. Say so there, a man in love is a man with joy in his heart. You see a young man who's just newly in love, you don't need to tell him to be happy, he's just happy, he's in love. St. Josemaria quoting that, to be happy, what you need is not an easy life, but a heart which is in love. So what's the test of a saint? Do we see him with joy? Not do we see him having easy pleasure or an easy life, not that vision of what joy is, but that joy that is the fruit of love, that joy that is the fruit of him, love being that possession of the very life of God, theological charity. If you are in love, joy will just come. Not easy joy, not cheap pleasure, but that's why the saints were not sad. So, summing that together, what have I said? I've said, in the vision of St. Josemaria, in the vision of Opus Dei, you don't have two parallel lives. You don't have to make yourself holy so you can then do your work. But rather, the work itself becomes a place where you meet God. The work itself becomes a place where you become a saint. You sanctify your work by doing it well naturally, seeing its dignity, doing it. The little things matter. You supernaturalize it by the motive you're doing it with. You, at a redemptive level, take it to the cross. Sanctify the work. You'll therefore sanctify yourself in your work and sanctify others through your work. <laughs>